Dillon, up ahead, Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State is headed to the plus. Everybody, you are listening to a Game Week podcast of Spartan Crazies for the first time in about six months. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Mel T- Tucker's, uh, I guess it was more of an interview with Graham Couch about NIL. Um, and then uh, got to the press conference, uh, what happened there. And then uh, get into CMU and preview them and then make uh, our Big Ten picks at the end against the spread. So... All right, uh, really, I guess we'll just start off with the NIL thing because it's kind of the elephant in the room. Uh, Mel Tucker was asking, was basically saying uh, MSU needs uh, help and NIL donations to keep up. And this was 24 hours before David Stone committed to Oklahoma and most everybody knew he was going there at that point. And uh, obviously, after a five and seven season, some people were kind of pissed off about it. I don't think it's a big deal because literally every it feels like almost all the big time coaches have said stuff like this. And the only reason why people are pissed off is because MSU went five and seven last year. Uh, and if people are pulling their donations just after one bad season of a what we knew was a pretty big rebuilding project, uh, then. You didn't believe in the coaching hire in the first place, in my opinion. And I think uh, people are overreacting to this. Yeah, of course, he has to get a job done. Uh, but Nick Saban's done this before, asking for NIL money. Ryan Day has done this before, asking for NIL money. This is normal practice. What What is he supposed to say? He's supposed to say, oh, no, I don't want anybody's money to get good players. No, I don't want to do that. No. No, of course he's not going to say that. I have no problem with him saying this, and uh, I think MSU does kind of need to step it up because it's been difficult. Like, obviously, SD4L just dropped, um, and that's a good thing. Uh, but we don't really have, like, a collective. And I understand they're trying to – there's a bunch of hoops to jump through, and there's been some tax revenue stuff, you know, with this, with or other schools – stop doing collectives because of it. So I get why they're trying to be uh, cautious about it, but I I don't have a problem like throwing, you know, a few bucks a month towards like a subscription service that go like, and then you get content from stuff and it goes towards the players. Like, I think, you know, that's a good model. You know, it's, you get, I tell you, you you get a few people to sign up for that and there's, you know, hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I'm just, you know, throwing out ideas, but, like, it's not, like, it's, it's doable. I think MSU can do a better job of it. But uh, I didn't think it was that big of a deal that he was saying this because other coaches have done it. And, yeah, I understand it's the optics of it. Like, he went, he just went 5-7. and seven. He just lost out on another big recruit. I get why people are pissed about it, but let's let the season play out before we start – 
raise the pitch force, guys. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. I've seen people just bitching and bitching and bitching, like, nonstop. <sighs> let the season play out and let's see what happens. Like, I have never wanted a season to start as uh, as much as I want this season to start. Just people stop arguing about stupid shit. I'm getting sick and tired of it. <sighs> um, it like, it's getting old. So, Friday can't come soon enough. I'm ready for it to start, so... And yeah, of course, people are still going to argue about dumb stuff, but this has just been an all-time off-season, just people arguing about stupid shit. So thank God the season's starting on Friday. But um, I guess this is a good se- uh, segue for talking about the QB battle because in the press conference, Mel Tucker, not really to anyone's surprise, he said that you know they're going to trot one of those guys out there for quarterback. And I I have seen some people on social media who are basically pretty much implying if Noah Kim is the one who starts, like, we're essentially screwed. And, again, this is not, like, my area of expertise, but my thinking is, like, it's, like, if Noah Kim is so bad, A, I don't think the first two games are really in jeopardy. And B, the guy you want will then be the start. Like, he'll start then. So why are they so upset? It's either... Just let it play out. Is it Kayton Hauser? Yeah. Either Kayton Hauser starts on Friday, and they're all satisfied. Or Noah Kim starts, and he's good, which is good for MSU. Or he's bad, and you get your guy after all. What's... What I mean, Brit, what's your opinion on this? Like, am I? I just want the guy something? who's gonna win games. But I, am, I, I, am really, I missing? No, something? you're not. I don't give a shit. I mean, I I have preferences on Kaden Hauser winning the job because if he wins the job, that's just a really good sign for the future, in my opinion. Um, but I just want the guy who can win games. I don't care who starts as long as they're winning football games. Like, uh, they could throw a three hundred pound fat dude out. Like not 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 an offensive lineman, like a legitimately fat dude that's like six feet, and he's uh, you know, he's throwing touchdown passes. They're winning games. I'm happy. I don't give a damn who the quarterback is. Just win games. Okay, I, I don't care. Um, if you're including quarterback as a position, I don't know, um, or a position group, or is that a skill group position, or is it oh, yeah. its own thing? It's its own thing. Okay, so what's the weakest group on the team? Obviously, it's a guess because you're not gonna you're not gonna nail it. You could probably DB just based on the lack of depth they have. Okay, so it's on the defensive end. Yeah, I what's I see a scenario where Noah Kim starts, and also I think we should mention there have been rumors, and we're just gonna leave it at that. There are rumors floating around that Kim will be the starter on Friday. So anyway. If he does start, and let's say the game is uncomfortable, but he doesn't really do anything wrong, I feel like it's going to be extremely annoying. You know, like, let's say the defense isn't – looks terrible, basically. I mean, because the last few years hasn't been I mean, if, great. If it's horrible, I, I mean, if you're – I, or I'm going to get into this, but – if you're not pushing around CMU with the size you have compared to them, then there's some serious problems. Yeah, let's talk I mean, about the size. Uh, so I went and took a look at CMU's depth chart. I actually have a friend 
who some of you might know that actually coached one of the guys that starts on CMU's offensive line. Anyways, um, he said that he's having a party and there's going to be a keg. <laughs> yeah. Not Coors Light. We're getting the good stuff. Oh, shit. All right. Let's, 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 let's calm it down there. We'll talk after. <laughs> um, Get but, the deets. Uh, CMU has one dude that is, I think he's 325. He's their center. Um, and the rest of the dudes besides one are exactly listed at 300 pounds, which usually means they're under 300 pounds. Just, you know. And one dude who's at 285 is their left guard. Uh, MSU, I've looked at their roster, uh, and of all the scholarship guys they have on their offensive line, there's literally one guy on the whole team that's under 300 pounds, and he's at 290 pounds. And guess what he is? He's a true freshman. Cole Dellinger, literally the only guy. I am sorry. And, uh, like, if MSU's defensive line is not pushing around uh, Central's offensive line, which I think they will. I do believe they will because they, they're just more talented. They have bigger, they have more size. There's some serious issues. Um, CMU's also breaking in. Oh, well, he started a, game, a couple games last year. Uh, Bert Emanuel Jr., uh, he's, they're really kind of having a quarterback battle themselves, but it seems like he's going to be the guy that starts. Um, and, uh, he's more of a running threat. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do to, you know, keep it kind of, they might keep a spy on him. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I mean, this is not central Michigan from 2009 where they have like Antonio Brown, Dan LaFever, guys like that. It's not like that anymore. This team is nowhere near as good as that team was. Uh, MSU should win this game, like, going away. Like, this should not be – in the fourth quarter, you should be feeling uh, pretty relaxed, in my opinion. That And if you're not, there, I'm going to be a little bit worried. So, uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, the thing to watch in this game is just the offensive line. Uh, I mean, uh, Central's offensive line versus uh, MSU's defensive line. If MSU's – and uh, I could say the same thing about MSU's offensive line versus Central's defensive line. MSU's offensive line isn't getting a push against Central. Uh, let me bring up the size there. I, haven't, I didn't really take a look at there. Uh, they've got defensive tackles under 300 pounds. Uh, yeah, I mean. That are starting? Yes. Guy at 295 pounds is starting. Sorry, dude. If you ain't pushing around these guys in the trenches, I am, like, there's some serious issues. Uh, there's just no excuse for that to not happen. So, what, so what's like the average uh, Michigan State lineman's weight? Like, how much more are we talking? Probably 10, 15 pounds. Okay. So some of it's, I mean, 10, 15 pounds, it, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, you know, sometimes skill can... Overcome, yeah, and, and obviously, some of these dudes that Central has are very good players, but there's a reason why some of these dudes are playing at the MAC level and they're not playing at a Power 5 school. So, sure. you know, there's really no excuse to not win this game pretty handily. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. I've been waiting for this for like, I wasn't super excited about football, and then like mid July, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go, but uh. Yeah, I expect MSU to be able to – I want to see 
Nathan Carter or one of the running backs have at least 100 rushing yards. Like, pretty easily. What What do you think the first four plays for MSU? Just, <laughs> they're on the 20. Is it the 25? Oh, God. You're going to make, make me uh, think about what Jay Johnson's going to do? No, yeah. it's They start on the 25. Off All there. right. Uh, we're going to go Wildcat to piss everybody off. No, first, first be play. serious. Be serious. No, no, no but seriously. Uh, um... I think they're going to run the ball first play. Nathan Carter will get a touch. And then... Straight straight down the middle. <laughs> yeah. Solid three yards. It's, it's the typical Dave Warner, Jay Johnson play call on first down. Um, and I think um, they'll go up the seam to Malik Carr. And uh, I think they get a first down. So, yeah. Um, okay. Those are the first two plays. Because so I think they get a first down. Malik Carr gets... He gets the first first down of the season. That makes sense. Yeah. Um... What Ryan doesn't know is he takes it to the house. It's I hope, also I hope first, so. Well, is it a first down if it's a touchdown? Something. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I was just curious, uh, you know, like, when the basketball team starts, you could, there's probably like a, a group of like five sets that they're running. Like, the first. Well, they, they're season. definitely going to script this. The, yeah. They always script the first. It, well, that, and that's why I was asking. Yeah. Um, Okay, so is there anything else like to note about Central? Like, I mean, Jim McElwain's still there. Uh, they lost their running back from last year, who got drafted. Um, I, 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 they, I know they brought some guys back on defense, but I mean, they're gonna. I think they're gonna struggle on offense. Okay, now um, I would love to talk about the spread, but it's all gonna be wrapped up in the. Always famous um, picks that we do because, well, A, we're so good at them. And B, you know, actually a couple of times we've been legit. Like one of us has done well. You uh, did good on football last year. I did good at basketball. That yeah, wonder how that works. Um, all right, so we're going to talk about MSU spread, of course. But we're going to basically go through Big Ten and then we included Lu- – um, I almost said Louisiana State. That's technically that their is name. the name. That is their yeah. Name. Almost uh, they're included. Their Florida State game. So, um, well, let's get into it, Ryan. Minnesota, seven point favorites. They're hosting Nebraska. Early Big Ten action. Go. All right, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Minnesota here, and it's because uh, Matt Rule. I, while I think he's a good coach. Seems to struggle in his first year at places, and I think uh, I'm just gonna guess that he loses the opener by a decent margin. So I'm gonna pick uh, Minnesota. All right. Um, hmm. Uh, you know, I know I don't know anything, but I know Nebraska has been underwhelming for a while. So I'm gonna match you there. Really gripping analysis. <laughs> I mean, betting against Nebraska is usually a pretty good bet the last few years, so. That's true. Um, Michigan State, they host Central Michigan. Um, 14-point favorites. And again, I don't know if you mentioned, this is Caesars Sportsbook, the time we're recording. Obviously, you're going to get some different lines. I guy at uh, work yesterday asked me if um, they can cover 14 and a half. I was like, oof. You know how we feel about fourteen and a half. Um, not not a 
Not in love with that number. But um, <clears throat> I think that Michigan State's covering. I, I think they're going to. I do too. I, I, just, I just think they're going to push them more. around. Yeah. Um, so the Michigan State fans pick Michigan State. Go figure. But obviously, covering the spread, you know, shows good signs. All right. Michigan. Heavyweight battle against East Carolina. Really tough non-conference schedule. 36-point favorites are the Wolverines. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick Michigan here. I just think they're going to beat the shit. They beat the shit out of these teams early in the season. So, obviously, they're good this year, too. So, um, How are they going to cover the spread without Jim Harbaugh? Oh, yeah. Really, really rough suspension there. He gets to, you know, coach practices and all that. <sighs> Misses games against East Carolina. I can't even remember who the other two shitty teams they have on their non-conference schedule are, but they all suck. Really rough, rough stuff. They couldn't even have a miss Rutgers. They they were like, nope, three games instead of four. They are aware though that running the score up does help your chances to get into the playoffs. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna run the score up. I don't know. I'm gonna cover and you know I might sprinkle some real moolah on that one, but we'll see. Hey, if you lose, you're not complaining about it. <laughs> well, I mean, if Michigan wins by 35, 35 then, yeah. not, then you're going to be pissed. But I'm not really um, feeling that great. Right. Um, Iowa, 25-point favorites. They're hosting Utah State. All right, dude. I get Iowa has a bunch of transfers in it offense. But do we even know if Iowa scored 25 points in this game? I got to believe it to see it. Give me the Aggies. Utah State covers this. I might actually put real life money on this. Wow. Um. Twenty five points, man. It's hard. You're you. You sound very confident about this. I'll go with the number. I mean, you got to put up some. That's a big spread for Iowa. I'll go with you. All right, we're. In lockstep so far, Purdue, three-and-a-half-point favorites over Fresno State. So, Fresno State started out 1-4 and four last year. They finished the season 10-4. and four. Uh, Purdue's got a brand-new coach. Uh, I might actually pay, put money on Fresno State money line for this game. Give me Fresno State to cover this, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win this game uh, straight up. Now, I know we probably, I probably asked you last week, but is Purdue just going to be really bad? I don't know if they're going to be really bad, but they have a new coaching. Uh, they have a new coaching staff, and I don't. Think, I think they lost their QB, but I can, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I don't. Think, I don't know if they're going to be bad, but Fresno State's not a bad team, like at all. Like they're solid. I think they might win this game. Hmm. This feels like a, just a major trap. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything, so. Uh, Sometimes you know I'm I'm on to Vegas. They just kind of dangle some tasty bets out there. You know they do this. Um, I'm gonna oppose you. I could see Purdue easily winning a game against Fresno State. Yeah, but they're actually good. Yeah, that's what you're <laughs> saying. But I'm just going with pure nonsense, you okay. know, logic. So, and I also don't want to take your bet every that's single fair. time. Um, and you know, I am the football betting expert after all. That is, apparently, I'm the basketball <laughs> one too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ohio State, 30 and a half point favorites. They're hosting 
Indiana. So at first I was like, holy shit, this is a huge number. But then I realized every single time I turned on the TV, I see Ohio State playing Indiana <laughs> at IU. They are beating the shit out of them by more than 31 points every single time. I'm taking the Buckeyes here. I think they destroy the Hoosiers. It's a big number. I'm just going based off of past stuff I've seen. I just, I just, I'm not totally sure what I'm saying is right either. Yeah. But it feels like every single time I turn on the TV, I see OSU playing at IU. They're just skull crushing the shit out of them. <laughs> Seriously. No, that's fair. I mean, that's how I do half of my picks. Is like I watched this team like once, like a year and a half ago, and I'm like, oh no. Oh, IU also really sucks. So there is that. Um. Yeah. I'm just going to go, you know me. You're going by the numbers. Big 10 game. They're getting 30 and a half. That's not just 30. And you know that that is the same concept as 14 and a half. I use fighting Northwestern well, for no, the worst team in the conference, though. That's no. the thing. Well, whatever. It's not. It's Okay, I'm just going to go with the number, though. Um, but you're probably going to be right. I swear I never get Ohio State right. I just can never pick them right. Um, Wisconsin. 28-point favorites. They're hosting Buffalo. This is a huge number, and uh, Wisconsin's going to be running an air raid offense this year. Like, I'm not, like, first game, you know. I don't, I don't think Buffalo's going to win by any means, but I think they can cover 28. Hmm. <clears throat> that is kind of a big um, – I'm going to go with you on that. Penn State hosting West Virginia. It's a night game. 20 and a half point favorites are the Nittany Lions. And I have to say, I went to school in the border of West Virginia, and there were a ton of people from Pennsylvania that went to my school, and obviously West Virginians. And there's a rivalry. It's a bit of a rivalry. I mean, West Virginia University football is that state's professional right. sports team. Because they don't have anything there. And this is a neighbor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a uh, historical football program. Right. Well, so, Penn State was an independent. They used to play West Virginia all the time. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to speak for them and, like, say that it's a fierce rivalry, but it's it's a neighbor and that, you know, they're a rivalry for sure in, in so many – in some ways at least. Um, so this is interesting that Penn State is 20-and-a-half-point favorites. Dude. Like, how the mighty have fallen, I would say. Yeah, West Virginia – might fire Neil Brown after this year. Apparently, they, he is uh, on the hot seat. They're supposed to suck again. Drew Aller is going to be his first game starting. This is at home. You know, I don't like betting on James Franklin positively, but I think I'm going to pick Penn State here. Wow. Um, James Franklin is really, really good. He's good in these games. At winning these games. Like, they played Auburn at home. Uh, like they, played, they played Pitt at home, destroyed them. I, I just yeah they, and and on paper they're supposed to be a very good right team. yeah okay yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna say Penn State covers um even though that this it's a huge number it is a big number but Penn State and this is just what you're talking about when we do these picks the past few years Dude, James we, Franklin is always right, coming we, through for me why yeah I don't get it like I don't <laughs> think he's a very good coach and he like he's I'm not saying oh he's a great recruiter I just think he's a horrible in game coach. And he's botched out on. We've seen games. some absolutely you know, right. wild stuff. From uh, but I mean, they're just more talented, and they're at home. It's a night game, first game of the year. I think they're just gonna like, 
curb stomp them. Yeah. So I feel it. I mean, that's three touchdowns. Um, we're, when we're getting it right now, Illinois nine and a half point favorites hosting Toledo. Oh man, this is. I kind of like Toledo to cover this. Like Illinois is bringing in a new QB. Uh, this is a night game though at Illinois, and uh, this is the first year where you're going in the season. They're not supposed to suck in a long time. But I, I, I kind of like Toledo to cover this. I think Illinois is going to win, but I think it's kind of scary for them. So you say that at one of the reasons that you think they might not cover is they're bringing in they're, a new they, QB. They have a new QB starting this year. Who else has that? Uh, Penn State, but obviously Aller is like super highly rated. Wisconsin has a new quarterback this year. Who Ohio else? State. Purdue, I think, has a new QB. Iowa has a new QB. MSU has a new QB. Minnesota has a new quarterback. Nebraska is going to have a new quarterback. Um, I I think that's it of all of them that are. Yeah, isn't that wild? I just I did I didn't realize how many new starting quarterbacks there were in the conference until you asked me that. That is crazy. Um, and then one that is very relevant to this podcast, right? So the only reason I bring it up is. A, I felt like you've said it a few times, <laughs> and B, um, you see it's almost like a negative here, but you don't see that for MSU necessarily. I I I, I think Toledo's a better team than Central too. Fair, but so, it's not a big spread, and you think like confidently. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I'm, not, I obviously I'm not as in tune with Illinois as I am Michigan State. Sure. So I I don't know exactly what's going on. Like I can't say that I know what's going on with their quarterback. Uh, situation. I have more of an idea with Michigan State. I don't really know with Illinois. So I'm kind of going with the unknown here. I like Toledo. I think Toledo is supposed to be solid this year. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they'll cover. I'm going to go, especially once you told me it was a night game, just 10 points, whatever. Like, if you told me that and then you didn't say anything, I'm like, Big yeah, Ten team only has to cover 10 and a home opener. Um, but I think that is like a really I'm not tricky touch, I'm not yeah, touching exactly. that with a 10-foot pole. Like that one could go either way, I feel. Um, okay, Rutgers, six-and-a-half-point favorites over Northwestern. Yeah, I'm going to take Rutgers here. Both these teams suck. Um, one touchdown. Yeah, but they're at home. And, yeah, they're, the, they're at home. So This is also a nationally televised game at noon on Sunday on CBS. Wow. I, 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 and I'm going to be – I told you this before. I'm going to be sick enough to watch this game. I will 100% watch every single second of this game. Mm. I've got plans at that time, <laughs> and it's regarding a different sport. Very big game. Um, Rutgers – but ah, this feels so much like a game that could come down to a field goal. Dude, Northwestern is going to be – like, I know Rutgers isn't good. Northwestern is the probably the worst team in the Big Ten. Hmm. I think Rutgers is going to cover this. And it's trying six and a half. Me. That's yeah. a numbers thing. I like Rutgers here. You're trying to sell me on it, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to go based off of you saying Rutgers isn't going to be that bad and Northwestern's going to be very well, bad. Well, I think Rutgers is going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be Northwestern bad. And they're the that home team. Sense. Yeah. Um, I'm going to regret this because I feel my gut it's a field goal game, but I'll, cut, I'll uh, have Rutgers cover. All right, last game on our slate um, this is not a Big Ten game, obviously. It's LSU, Florida State, 
This is at a neutral site. Where? What's the deal with this game? I think this is in. Ah, uh, damn! But this game was in Louisiana. It's somewhere in Florida this year. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Um, don't know anything about these teams other than Keon Coleman plays on one of them. I will, and he's from the city of the other. Congratulations, Keon Coleman! You've made me root for Brian Kelly, and I <laughs> hate you for making me do that. So, good job, dude. Well, do you, okay. Is Keon Coleman going to be a big part of their team? He's supposed to be like their first or his. He's supposed to be like their at least their second best wide receiver. Okay, this is an interesting dynamic here because people are going to be watching him. Yeah, you are going to be watching. Oh, of course, him. I'm going to be. This is a this is Monday night. I'm going to uh, Sunday night. I'm going. Of course, I'm going to watch this. Game. Um, LSU. He's from Baton Rouge. Yeah, he's. This is going to be like a, like a home, chip on the shoulder yeah. game. Like, let me show you guys what I can do because you didn't recruit me. I'm guessing they they did not recruit him. Already, yeah, correct. Oh. If he doesn't put out, put out. If he doesn't like Show produce out. here, um, you know it's like there was a lot of nerves and he was in his head, or you know maybe he can't hack it. But we'll see. Um, LSU, I'm guessing is a, you know they're supposed to be good. Obviously they're supposed to be very good this year, but just a field goal though. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like. <sighs> This game was this was such a good game last year. I don't know if you watched the game last year, but LSU they they blew some they blew the game in some crazy way. I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was a huge deal, and everybody was ripping the hell out of Brian Kelly, but which was hilarious because Brian Kelly's a piece of shit. But I uh, I'm gonna pick. I think I'm gonna pick uh, LSU here just because it's two, at two and a half. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna go with that too. They just feels like. In a field goal game, and it's not a true home game. Um, you bet that there's gonna be a ton of LSU fans at this game. So, um, I'm gonna go with the Tigers. All right. Okay, so that's all of our picks. They're locked in. We're gonna keep our tap. Like we're not gonna include LSU and F- FSU into our record because we're doing Big Ten games only. But um, we're going to keep our record during the season. Best of luck to you, Ryan. But I hope I beat you. I'm probably going to need the luck. Um, and, yeah, so let's just talk real quick before we go. Let's just talk Big Ten, like, overall. Um, like, obviously, there's two favorites and then, like, a, a person who's kind of right behind or a, a program right behind. Michigan, Ohio State. Those are the favorites. Was well, Michigan the actual favorite to win the, te- yeah, the conference? Yeah, they, they, I think they, I think it's, I can't remember what the odds were. I think it was like Michigan and Ohio State were like neck and neck or something. I can't okay. remember. Well, they're, yeah, 1A, 1B. Um, and then Penn State would be right after that. Yes. In terms yes. of what you're expecting. Right. Um, what, break it down to me after that. Like, is there okay. a world where MSU sneaks in right behind? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it's hard because they're in the same division as those three teams. Um, the consensus seems to be that, like, Iowa or Wisconsin is probably the fourth best team in the Big Ten this year. Um, well, what I've seen. Based on their, like, what their record will be. Yeah. I, I, if they were in the Big Ten East, and I've said this, you say this almost any year, I, the West is such a joke. This is the uh, last year of division. Yes. It is such an embarrassment. They've gotten, other than the MS, MSU-Iowa game, and that Iowa team was probably the best team to come out of the West. 
uh, since they changed the divisions, they've lost every game and they've gotten shit kicked in every single one of them besides that game. <laughs> like, the games have not been close. They, they're just all blowouts. Yeah, that's silly. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Penn State, Wisconsin wasn't a blowout either, but it's still. It's actually crazy that we've gone this long. Like, this it's season. ridiculous. And I, it's, I, I can't believe that they were like, when they split these divisions up, they were like, oh, yeah, MSU would be the fourth or fifth best team in the Big Ten, in the Big Ten East. That's why they put them there. That's why they didn't put them in the West. It's yeah, like, I mean, that like, would have been or the, or the fourth or fifth best team in the Big Ten West. They were like, so they thought they would be worse than like Nebraska or Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, those were the three. Like, right. yeah, really? Kind that's, of got screwed, like, that's ridiculous. This is the last year, and um, I still like always would want to play Michigan no matter what. They're not going to get rid of that. And then Ohio State, I mean, no, I they've been beating our brains in. I want to play them every but year. But I feel like. I feel like there is a little bit of a rivalry dynamic there. It's not much. Man, they kick our ass almost every time we play them. So. But it's the Michigan Ohio thing. I guess I don't. You don't. You don't feel it? No. Interesting. Not at all. Yeah, because it's been so one sided historically. Yeah, and I don't really hate OSU at all. Like they they hate for us the, for the most. I mean, yeah, because we've ruined their season multiple times. Yeah, but also it's. They don't give a damn about the whole city. They don't. I I wouldn't say that that's like it's mostly just applies to U of M. They don't really care about MSU. Like in the like they don't hate. I wouldn't say they hate MSU. When, yeah, when we're bad. Um, but they didn't even hate us even when we were beating them. Really, like I don't. I don't. N- I, not like maybe hate how you define it. Like in the way that like the Michigan and Michigan State rivalry right. would be. Um, okay. I guess that's all we have for uh, today. Did you want to talk about something else? Oh, uh, yeah. I actually have a basketball thing to bring up. Uh, so I have a friend who's a huge high school Wisconsin uh, sports junkie. And uh, a 2025 uh, kid from Wisconsin. He's seen him play in person multiple times. Actually, named Davion Hanna. He's from Milwaukee. Nicolette. I, I, there's some play. I think there was... Jalen Johnson go there? There was somebody that went there that was a big-timer group. I can't remember who it was. Um, so they have a history of big-time players. And uh, he's visiting Michigan State on Friday. So uh, he's a 2025 class. He's a combo guard, top 50 consensus player in the country. Uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, you know anything about this guy? And he told me uh, he's super talented. Uh, he had a, led an underdog team against a juggernaut team with three Division One recruits on it in the state semifinals last year. And uh, Hannah wound up being the biggest star in the game. His last second shot to win rimmed out and the other team demolished. And the other team demolished. The other team had Tyler Hero's little brother in the finals. Uh, he said he's a top – my friend goes to these tournaments all the time. And he said he's a top five player I've seen at the state tournament, at, uh, and he was only a sophomore. So uh, – uh, apparently MSU sits pretty well with Hannah from everything I've seen, so that's something to keep an eye on. I don't know. Just something interesting I thought that uh, yeah. I'd bring up. No, I mean, everything seems to be going right for MSU basketball right now. Um, I just can't can't really wait. All None of us really can, but um, the Bryson Tucker – like trending toward MSU, that's a big time guy. I I just don't. I'm, I'll believe that when I see it. I think he's. I 
I don't know. I just get a pearl vibe from him. I don't know why. No, I mean, he's not playing for an AAU team, so right. that's a weird, you know, that kind of makes you wonder Very what's going weird. on. Um, but I think there's some juice. And if MSU, um, they actually provide this season, they hang some banners, you know, we'll take a grouping of two or so. Um, we'll talk about that when it gets to um, but if they do some big stuff, it's going to only amplify it, and they're going to get you know some more of these s- sort of elite guys. And it's not just this next season. I feel like this is going to be a great season. But MSU for the next four years right now, which could be the end of Izzo's career. I mean, honestly, that's about the window that a lot of people are – kind of expecting um unless maybe he you know doesn't win his second in that time and he's a you know junkie and can't give it up but um yeah i i have seen a little bit of hannah and i really like his game um obviously highlights are just like the best parts of the guy um but we'll see there's gonna be content about it after friday the, we're going to see pictures of the recruits and stuff. and um, You know what this weekend is, right? Labor Day weekend. It's not just <laughs> Labor Day weekend, even though it is, and I get Monday off, which is awesome. Um, this is grind week. Oh, that's right. Um, which means the pros are on campus. Wait, is that this week or is that the Washington week? Draymond Green is in East Lansing. Oh, yes. We just need to find where he is. Okay. Oh, you Somebody should tell him to come to the tailgate. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll get right on it. I'm gonna tell I, I'm gonna tell Ayani to bring him. Um, you should text him though. <laughs> I and should text him. Please bring Draymond. I'll give you five hundred dollars cash. <laughs> we'll talk. I'll give you talk. I'll, we'll talk after. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so these guys that are coming to visit right now, they're gonna be around all of these the weeks. juice. They're gonna be around these pros. Um, I feel like this is something that. You don't replicate in many other programs. And, you know, they're going to be seeing some high flyers there. So, if Davion Hanna has any interest in MSU, um, I think we're going to find out a lot. Sounds like weekend. sounds like they feel like they're in a pretty good spot for him from everything I've read. So. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, all right, but it is football week. And we need to focus on the... No, Tim, you're not allowed to talk about basketball, remember? It's not, it's not allowed until January. <laughs> yeah, I forgot momentarily. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, January. Yeah, right? you know, well, the season doesn't start until January, apparently. That's just crazy talk. <laughs> I mean, the Champions class? Just, just an absolutely ridiculous take that was on Twitter last week. <laughs> no, yeah, I think people probably... It, listen... You can do whatever you want. That's but it. I am the biggest football fan you'll meet. Even I thought that was just outlandishly ridiculous. Well, like, is you are a big football fan, bigger than MSU fan. You would trade it in a heartbeat for the football team to be like the pseudo blue book. Yeah. Blood. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, do you think that that will ever happen? What? No, not that MSU football will be a pseudo blue blood. That's very unlikely in my opinion. Yeah, I don't. Um, extremely unlikely, unfortunately. Um, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. 
would you ever think there will be a time when for a sustained amount of time MSU football is the clear wagon in East Lansing and basketball is just kind of it would have to be probably after his old use. Oh well, yeah, I think for certain. But so if things go really badly for twenty years after Izzo, MSU kind of falls into the depths. Um, everyone says it was just Izzo; it wasn't you right. know the program. You think there will be like a point where football is the bigger ticket? I, I actually do. I think that could ha- if that if that happens. I do think that's what would happen. I think football would become the bigger, oh, the bigger thing. I if 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 that were to happen, obviously. Yeah. No, I mean I agree with you. I'm just kind of thinking about it in my head right now. That would suck. And honestly, I think there's a lot of people who don't realize that it's probably gonna be a downhill. Oh, well, of course Izzo. you're not you're not gonna make the tournament every single year. I think exactly. most people, yeah. So I, there's gonna be you know they still have the brand and stuff, but it's not quite the same. It's not gonna be the same. Um, and we've seen that in history. So hopefully, they get lucky. <laughs> and who he appoints will be, you know, the perfect guy. But um, anyway, I digress. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I know you're excited. Um, tailgating Friday. It's really nice weather out. Took the day off. Have you looked at the weather? Yeah, it's supposed to be sunny all day. Perfect. Sunny um, and in the 70s. What do you see on Friday that, not just points, like if they win by 100, obviously that'd be good, but I mean, what do you a, see? They beat Akron 52 to nothing, and people didn't come away that, with that very impressed for good reasons. Yeah. So. Um, what do you see on Friday that makes you, like, not just optimistic because you always are, which. Is, I wouldn't say that. Not always, but. Um, going into the season. Going into the yeah. season. What would make you go, whoa, like, that actually surprised me. In a very good way. Uh, what do you mean? Like anything? That anything. Would... Uh, I, I can't say the defensive back's looking halfway decent because uh, their quarterback apparently is more of a running guy. Um, One of the quarterbacks goes for 300-plus yards would be mine. That's a – God, I when I asked the question, I didn't think – that's a pretty much – a layup right there, yeah. Yeah. The quarterback looking incredible. Right. Okay, let's take that off the board. Okay. Um, somebody other than Trey Mosley is the leading wide receiver. Okay. So you're you're feeling like offense. Yeah. But isn't the defensive end side of the ball the more I, I don't care because cent- they should just push around Central's def- offensive line just based on mm. just how big they are, in my opinion. I mean... Could we so, push Central around? I mean, that you should. If do we that. got thirty-five sacks, I would be. Oh yeah, of course. I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, no, I have a good one. MSU kicker hits over that is three fifty-yard field goals. That is a very, that would be. Yeah, that would be great. It's a it's an underrated part of the game. Oh my god! Yeah, you're telling me <laughs> my team not make a bowl game last year because they had a, didn't have a damn kicker. You make a 19 yard field goal. Yeah, I mean it's shit. the one position I get to comment on. <laughs> I'll let you know my analysis after Friday. Okay, all right. Um, okay, all right, Ryan. Next time we talk. There will be a win or a loss in MSU's. But if there's a loss, I'm gonna go. Uh... 
Because people aren't going to want to listen to this pod if they're a Michigan State fan. <laughs> well, somebody will listen. It probably won't be State fans. <laughs> probably won't. And those are some of our our best ones. <laughs> like, in terms of listens. So, that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, we will talk then. Uh, I'm very confident MSU is oh, going to... Yeah, there's just no way they should lose this game. I'm and sorry. you're going to be feeling good. Um, and we'll just ride that. The MSU quarterback's going to, like, do, like, a fake toss-to-the-side run for 60-yard play. For first play of the game, they're going to run the Wildcat. You heard it here first. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Right before we go, because I've been thinking this, give me, like, one good prop bet. I, just off the top of your head. Uh, I don't know what Nate Carter's over-under for yards is. Just guess it. Like, Seventy five. Give me the over on it. You you're saying he's getting more than seventy five yes. yards on Friday. Okay. Um, yes. Perfect. Nate Carter, going for some big yardage. Touchdown. Oh yeah. Multiple. Ah uh, no, because I think Jaron Mangum is going to get at least one. So he's going for one hundred five and a touchdown. I might say one hundred five. So ninety and a touchdown. Yeah, I guess we can go with that. Okay, I'll keep my eye on him. Um. Mine is uh, starting quarterback, three passing touchdowns. Oh, okay. I like that. Under, I, over. I ho- oh, over, under. I'm going to go under on that. Okay. Um, that way, that's a little bit too high. I think three touchdowns is too high. It's Central Michigan. Yeah, but still. It's a brand new quarterback. Okay. Um, fair enough. No, I'm going to say, uh, let's change it to two and a half. I'm going to say okay. over. You're still I'm going to go under. Okay. Yeah. Probably right. All right, we're going to leave it at that. Um, I'm going to write these down so we don't forget them. But all right, next time we talk, it's going to be fully-fledged football season. Hopefully we're feeling good. Um, but until we talk next time, Ryan, the best time of year is when MSU sports start. Go green. Go white. Dylan, up ahead, Winston. And he's going to come out with it, and Michigan State is headed.